Welcome to Through the Marketing Lens, a podcast designed to propel your business forward. I'm Katrina, your host, marketing obsessor, and an entrepreneur turned business and marketing strategy coach for women who want to start, grow, and scale their businesses with power. I see what works and what doesn't, and I'm going to share it all. I'm showing up for you here every Tuesday to deliver business tools and strategies in fluff-free episodes. So let's dive in together. Hello there. Welcome to Through the Marketing Lens. I'm super excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about a message that is very near and dear to my heart. And it's all about what to expect when you are starting a business for real. As a marketing and business coach, I'm really lucky and I get to work and meet with a lot of different entrepreneurs. Most of the people that I work with are in the creative world, but all over in terms of where they are in their businesses. So from beginners to they've been in the game for a long time, multiple six figures, and the common thread that comes across with every single person is they're growing their business or they're drinking from a fire hose because they didn't have their foundation of their business set up properly. So they're struggling now. So there's always some kind of cleanup to do, which I call triage, before we focus on growing their business. I think of it as having a baby. As women, we don't hear or talk about enough the bad stuff, the yucky stuff, if you will. It's not even bad stuff. It's just kind of like gross to talk about. But, um, you know, we often talk about like how much we love our children and that blissful state of having a baby. And maybe we talk about how tired we feel. But I didn't know that I was going to have a bump after the baby was born. I literally thought my stomach was going to go back to normal. I brought my normal genes to the hospital with my daughter. And after she was born, I was sorely mistaken that I was going to be able to put those back on. I did not know I was going to bleed for weeks after I had a baby. So if I'm the one that's telling you that that's the case for you, I'm sorry about that, but it's true. And I feel like those are really important logistical pieces of information that we need to be able to thrive as moms. And when you're in it, it just feels so chaotic because you had no idea it was coming. And, you know, people are trying to to protect you and I get that, but it's just foolish. We'd be able to be so much more prepared and we'd be able to deal with it so much more if we knew it was coming. So I digress, but when it comes to having a successful business, we don't talk about how much work it actually is. We see these fluffy images of how successful people are. But 50% of businesses fail in the first five years. Think about that. There's absolutely a reason for that. And the reasons are plentiful. But I believe that they are all a symptom of just not having the right tools in place. So you can call it what you will. But when entrepreneurs are trying to ultimately grow and scale before they've gotten their foundations solidified, it's bound to fail in one way or another. Maybe it's burnout, maybe it's running out of money. All those things kind of lead back to the same place. 
I think when we talk about scaling and growing, it's this like metric of success. You have to say that you're scaling and growing for you to feel like you're successful. But have you actually set yourself up for success? Which is really the bigger question because if you're going to fail in two years, meaning, you know, whatever that looks like for you, then what's the point of even saying that you're growing or scaling? So in 2020, we saw more people going the route of starting their own businesses for lots of different reasons than we have in over a decade because of the instability of the economy. So this happens whenever we have a downturn, which I know is confusing because the stock market was through the roof, but obviously a lot of people lost their jobs. And this is a super empowering moment, but... I want you to do this all in a way that you can stick around for the long term. So that's why I really wanted to have this specific episode. So what do I even mean when I say that? I'm super duper passionate about this because I have built two businesses before my coaching business and I can quantify the mistakes that I made in the beginning of those two businesses. And I made about $20,000 in quantifiable mistakes trying to figure out how to set up that foundation level. And I was just kind of spinning my wheels. I didn't have the actual tools. I didn't know what they were. And I imagine if I did have them, I would have avoided those losses. So that's my goal here to give you kind of a 30,000 foot view of what's actually involved in setting up that foundation so that you can do the research for yourself wherever you feel like you're missing some pieces. So what does this look like? If you have a pen to write these things down, great. If not, come back to this part and go back over it. So number one is setting up your own personal goals. What do you actually want? Do you want to be working in this business 40 to 50 hours a week or are we talking about 10 hours a week? It's really important that you get clear on that. And the reality is you're going to have a very different structure with those different scenarios. So you have to have that conversation with yourself. Okay, what are your goals? Number two, you have to actually set your business up right. A lot of people just rush into selling whatever it is they're going to sell. You're all salespeople, it's true. You know, we talk about like LLC versus sole proprietorship, but there's also things like, what are your payment systems? Do you need to have insurance? Do you need to have a payroll system? What about bank accounts? You need to set one of those up. Do you need a tax ID? Do you need to take in sales tax from your customers? How are you going to remit that sales tax? Okay, so none of that stuff is very sexy, I realize that. But without those things in place, you're going to play catch up. And that feeling is awful. And you're going to deal with fines from the IRS, which that in itself gives me like heart palpitations. Or you're going to get slapped by your county with fees or your city or, you know, so there's all these different places who want you to pay to be able to conduct business. So make sure you actually do this properly so you're not playing catch up or paying fines. Number three, your branding. This is really important and we definitely don't talk about this enough. I know in my industry we do, but outside of it, people who just start businesses, it's not something that's the norm for you to do before you're actually selling. So what is your business about? Why does it exist? What is your message to the world? Why are you special? And then visually, what does that look like? 
So the colors, the fonts, the logos, all that stuff. Um, what you sell only works if you have a, a story behind it, right? We've seen this time and time again. I think of the squatty potty, which is like, it's a stool that you sit on and you go to the bathroom, but it's a multi-million dollar a year business because they have a story behind it and they position themselves that way. My point is you can sell anything if you have a story behind it. And we've proven this over and over again. So do the work, create your story, get really, really clear before you are selling things. Number four, who is your audience and why the heck should they care about you? So who are you trying to reach? Well, you need to really get to know them so that you can understand what makes them tick and really be able to talk with them, not at them. If you're selling to people and you don't really understand them, it's not going to connect. And if you don't connect, then you're not going to sell. It's just how all the marketing stuff works. So you really need to understand who you're selling to. Number five is your offers. So this is, what do you do? What do you sell? And how do you price it? What I want to ask you here is you actually understand how your industry prices and can you back up your prices? So you might need to do a lot of research if you're in retail, how that works, if you're wholesale, how that works, if you're selling products, how that works. I meant to say services. If you're selling services, how that works. Are you going to have a whole suite of services or is it just one or two things? So see how other people are doing it in your industry and then do the research. And then number six is your marketing. So do you know the basics of marketing and where you really need to show up? I see a lot of people who just show up on social media and they think that's marketing. And although that obviously is one component of marketing, social media is a really small part of marketing. So what does the marketing look like for you? This doesn't mean you need to pay a lot of money, by the way. There's a lot of things that you can do that are super duper cost effective. So I want you to keep in mind where your customers live, right? Where are they? Are they on Instagram? Then you need to be on Instagram. Yes, you need to get into email marketing. I don't care what anybody says. It's a million times yes. So start digging into how you can start email marketing. If you don't have an email list already, that's okay. This is pretty easy, but you do need to have email marketing. And, and let me just back up why for really uh, quickly. Instagram changes its algorithm like once a week and my engagement drops all the time and then it goes back up and I really can't tell you why. I still don't have reels on my Instagram, which I'm frankly very frustrated with, but I have no control. And the point is you don't have control when it's not your platform, but email marketing is your platform. Every time I want to send an email to people, I can send it out. And if you get about a 21% open rate on your email marketing, that's really good. That means if you have, you know, a hundred people on your list, 21 of those people are seeing it, but that is not the case on social media at all. So that's my diatribe there with email marketing, but I digress. You definitely need to focus on where you need to be marketing that's cost effective for you. So that's my list of six things that you need to do to set up your really strong foundation. And this is before you're selling. If you're already selling, that's okay. That's totally okay. You can go back and do all these things now, 
But before you are growing and scaling, I want you to do these things. So each one of the things I listed is a lesson in their own right. And we have to acknowledge that as a business, it takes way more than deciding what you're going to do and then just selling it in order to be successful. You can do it, but you're not going to stick around for the long term. We see these businesses coming online and then dying out quickly thereafter. I bet you this is a big part of why. If you begin to grow and you don't have this foundation behind you, you're ultimately going to crumble. So before you are talking about website or marketing, you are going in order and you're talking about who you are, which is your branding. And if you're stuck on any one of these things, which I'm sure, you know, one of these things maybe you're not familiar with, start Googling like crazy. YouTube has amazing tutorials about all of this stuff. And for this very reason, I created an entire course about this. Everything I just listed and a little bit more, it's called Building a Badass Business. And it's available right now. The price on it is $198. You guys, it's crazy. This is everything jam-packed into it. It's available until February 5th, and it basically downloads you on everything we talked about, and then we go further into actually launching and giving you the basics on that. It's only going to be available for 10 days from now. So if you're listening to this live, it's closing on February 5th. But I wanted to get this out there because of all the reasons that we've talked about Uh, My goal here is to help as many people as need it, but all of the stuff that I mentioned is also available for free online. You can find it. I just curated it, made it really bite-sized and concise, put it in one place, super comprehensive for you to be able to bang through it, feel supported. And, you know, if I started with this information when I first began my businesses, I would have avoided a ton of mistakes And I know that, and I know you will too. So hopefully this podcast will give you the push to go research more or check out the Building a Badass Business course. What are you thinking about you want to do? Maybe you're already doing it. What is on your heart? I promise you, promise you that with the tools that I mentioned and mapping it out and sitting down and doing it with your heart and soul in it, you can absolutely crush it. And you're going to see more and more people popping up and doing this as we're going more into this virtual world. So I want to just say that I'm going to drop an interview episode later this week because that's what this episode was supposed to be. It is so good. It's about content repurposing. So look out for it later this week. I wanted to give you this nugget now as my course was dropping. And obviously I see a huge need for what I'm talking about. And my goal is to help as many of you out there as possible. That's literally why I do what I do. It fills me up and it makes me so happy. With that, thank you so much for being here. I hope you learned something and I will see you next Tuesday. But like I said, there will be an episode before that. So see you soon and keep at it.